It's a new day, and it's coming at you fast. With Comcast Business, you'll have what you need to take on every twist and turn, like the flexibility to control multiple Wi-Fi networks from anywhere, a cybersecurity solution to help protect all your connected devices, and the power of the nation's largest gig speed network, all supported by a dedicated team available 24-7. Every day in business is a big day. Comcast Business will keep you ready for what's next. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Are you tired of liberal lifestyle magazines like Cosmo, Glamour, Vogue that basically go out of their way to denigrate anything conservative? Well, we'll talk with someone that may give you a remedy for that. Also, we'll talk a little bit about basketball with the NBA Finals over. Well, that was about a week ago. but um, And also a little news from, I guess, more fallout from the Trump-Kim Summit. All that on this episode of Trench Chat. From the highways of America, here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that, from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome. Welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, whether on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, now Snapchat, <laughs> it is at Trend Chat 24 7. That's right. We have now, uh, well, now gone on Snapchat. So, Trend Chat on Snapchat, which <laughs> honestly, I'm not surprised we haven't done this sooner because <laughs> a lot of times when I tell people about Trend Chat, sometimes they'll <laughs> come back and say, oh, yeah, you know, that Snapchat. <laughs> I know it's Trend Chat. Snapchat is a whole, you know, whole different thing, and I, I wish we was ex- as successful as Snapchat. <laughs> I, I wish if somebody would say that we are Snapchat and we had all the money <laughs> that they would get, but no, that that, that is that's definitely not the case. But so yeah, Trend Chat is on Snapchat, so at Trend Chat twenty four seven, just like all the rest of them, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's great to have the, all the same name without having to 
give out a whole bunch of different names for every different platform. So, um, yeah, I'm just glad Trench Hat 24-7 <laughs> was all, it's always avail available. So, <laughs> um, we are coming to you from San Antonio. We are here for the Republican Party of Texas Convention, which has already been going on since Monday. But uh, starting tomorrow on the 14th, when all the delegates get together and when you have the kind of like the general meetings and things really get going on um, on Thursday. So just wanted um as you're listening to this, most likely I am in on the convention floor. <laughs> I am a delegate again. Um, so I'm. Like I said, as you're listening, I'm probably somewhere around the what, the Henry Gonzalez Convention Center doing something. If you're listening to this on a Thursday, put it that way. Or anytime this weekend, actually. Now, after that, you know, I'm on the road as always. But we're going to kind of go a little bit, little bit backwards as far as how I ran down everything. And I'm just going <laughs> to want to touch on what I mentioned last was uh was the i guess kind of little more news that came out of the trump kim summit which i talked about a little bit on the previous episode as well but i just wanted to mention this because i thought this was i mean after hearing this news it may be a a, a very good possibility that president trump may win the Nobel Peace Prize, because not only have the congressmen here nominated or recommended that President Trump be nominated for the Peace Prize, but Norwegian lawmakers have have now made the nomination or recommendation, whatever, saying that. President Trump should be considered for the Nobel Peace Prize. Let's just put it that way. And so I guess that's another step that's going in the direction where, like I said, it's a good possibility he might actually win, which I think when I talked about this before, I thought this it's no way. Now, I still, you know, I still think it's a long shot because <laughs> I, I just can't imagine that, you know, this board of liberals actually actually saying yes we we think he should be awarded the nobel peace prize i just wow i i really hope it happens i i would just love to see the media try to cover that as negatively as possible well i i can actually see how they're gonna cover it i can see a lot of news outlets just <laughs> basically making the same the same arguments that conservatives made when Obama won actually and they'll just use those same arguments and just use them on Trump even though back when those arguments were made about Obama the you know the media downplayed every you know every argument conservatives made about Obama's you know award back in 2009 i think yeah so you know what i i would just say instead of having to go through the all you know the nomination process and 
trying to, you know, give President Trump the Nobel Peace Prize in 2019. Well, how about this? How about you just take the one from Obama in 2009 and just give it to him? I mean, it, it just it just say, hey, here, here you go, President Trump. Here's for having an actual accomplishment as opposed to when they gave it to Obama back in 2009 for an assumed accomplishment that he would have somewhere in his presidency. So just do that. Just just take the one from Obama, just give it to President Trump, and then we don't have to go through all this, you know, um, paperwork and all the nominations. So just, just do that. Make it simple. But um, that that would be a trip. But um, but speaking of President Trump and also in the you know the White House, I guess we'll talk a little bit about basketball only because yeah, I don't think I mentioned it last <laughs> in the last episode, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you probably don't care anyway. But the um, Golden State Warriors won the. NBA Finals. Then I I don't know if I mentioned this mentioned this at all, but it was a sweep of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and so LeBron lost, then win one game in the finals for the second time. And given that the Warriors won, you know, back to back, it's a guarantee, which they already mentioned before that they're not going to the um, to the White House. So that's no surprise. So. And now the the news right now is about LeBron because he has the option to not return to the Cavaliers and become a free agent and go wherever he wants. And it's basically becoming the decision part three where all the, every NBA team is going to want him on their team and whatnot. And it's going to, I'm pretty sure it's probably like a handful of teams that, that are, are really in contention to get him. And I'm not really going to get, all into this so trust me i'm not gonna spend you know you know half the show talking about this i'm just i'm just thinking about one place in particular and it's where i'm at right now which is san antonio i would just say if i don't talk about this anymore uh, um i would just say i would not be surprised if lebron goes to san antonio comes down here where i'm at and plays for the san antonio spurs for a number of reasons. One, well, because, well, mainly just one reason. I can think of a number, number of them, but mainly one reason, and that's the head, head coach, um, Greg Pop- Popovich. Yeah. And for two reasons, because of Greg Popovich. One, because he is a great coach, and LeBron hasn't really played for a, like, one of the greatest coaches, you know, active coaches in the game kind of like how Jordan played with you know Phil Jackson and Kobe as well and stuff like that that's one reason for Popovich that he would want to come down here another reason is because I can I can see that them just having themselves a good old time hating on Trump like doing a tag team press conference just 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 hating on Trump all day every day (laughs) I can see them being, you know, being together and they just sit in the locker room and just talk about how horrible, horrible President Trump is. You know, they could just, you know, just air their grievances and just have themselves a nice, nice long, just, you know, 
screaming session or whatever, <laughs> and so whatever, just and all the you know get all that frustration and just talk bad about Trump all day. <laughs> I would think that's another reason why he wouldn't mind coming down here. So anyway, <laughs> uh, before we um, trying to think, uh, <laughs> before we get to our I guess our next topic. Let's hear from our friends with the Founder Project. Hello, Trend Chat listeners. If you like the Founding Project's civics education video series, Civics for All Ages, and our educational meme series, we think you will love our new website. Join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. So, if you heard the last episode with Darina Sixto, and we talked about the Young Women's Leadership Summit, and in the interview, I did I mentioned that I talked to a number of, of women who were inspired by last year's summit, or just by going to the summit, you know, in years past, and from from going there and going to the different sessions and hearing the different speakers, they were inspired to go out and do their own thing whether it's video blogs or um just doing anything to you know to really get their voice out there and one of those women i was talking about that i was thinking about when i was actually talking about that then was my next guest because that is exactly what she did she went to the summit last year and was inspired to go into to start this new venture and so we're going to go right into our interview with the founder of Expressions Magazine, Lacey Williams. Hello, this is Trent Chap, and we are pleased to have someone that we have been waiting to speak with. She is the vice president of Turning Point USA and Colorado University, Denver. She is also part of Prager Force and a magazine that is coming out that is launching I'm guessing it will be today when you're listening to this. It's called Expressions, and we definitely want to talk about that. But we're, there's also one other thing that she has that we're going to talk with. I'm not going to mention it, but we're going to talk about it later. Who I'm talking about? The founder and editor-in-chief of Expressions, Lacey Williams. How are you doing? Hi, Sam. How are you today? I'm doing great. So, so with this new venture, I, I'm guessing, well, I don't know. Let me ask you. When it comes to for expressions, well, I mean, what was the inspiration and when did you get started and everything? Um, this was actually, I don't know, it was kind of like a mumbo-jumbo of a bunch of different things. Um, basically, last year, I used to go to UNC and I dated this guy and uh, he told me that he didn't want me to write articles on politics for the Odyssey, which is who I used to write for. And... Um, I was like, well, this relationship is definitely over. <laughs> so then I found Turning Point USA, and I became more and more involved in the conservative movement. And I've actually discovered that I lean a little libertarian on some issues, which is kind of cool. I've definitely discovered myself through them. And uh, I met some really cool girls through that conference, and YWLS last year. And I kept going to conferences to come back and see Charlie and all the different people that uh, come on stage for him. 
And uh, one of the days during Student National Summit this past year in December, a bunch of girls, my roommates, Sarah and Janae, we came back to the hotel room and we're like, you know, we need to digress. We need to uh, take a load off, not talk about politics. So we turned on the TV. I think it was, I don't know what news channel, some celebrity news. And um, first thing that comes up, they're talking about Donald Trump. I'm like, okay, turn it off. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then uh, my one friend, Janae, she's like, well, what about magazines? So I always travel with magazines with me. I've always loved them since I was younger. I've collected, like, every issue on this man for, like, probably seven years now. Uh, read a lot of magazines. And um, so we flipped through those magazines, and uh, we were like, this is worse than television. Is there <laughs> anything out there for us? I'm like, I really don't think so. So we're Googling back and forth, and there's nothing. I mean, there is, you know, there's factual information. There's, like, Daily Wire and Daily Caller, and they're all great. But there's nothing as far as a conservative woman's lifestyle magazine that was out there. And so kind of during that uh, student action summit, thank God I went because I would have never thought of this idea. There was kind of an opening in the market, and, um, you know, us conservative girls, we deserve to – you know, say what we want about lifestyle things. I know there's, like, Cosmo and Glamour, and, uh, you know, I don't want to be talking about sex, and I don't want to be talking about all the different uh, things they talk about. What about a conservative um, standpoint? So that's kind of how the seeds were planted, at least. <laughs> well, I kind of go back to what you mentioned at first. So I guess the genesis of this kind of started with a relationship, kind of like the breakup of a relationship kind of spawned this in a way. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Guys, would you laugh? I don't, I'm not a man hater, that's for sure. Um, I actually, I think it kind of, in, I don't want to say empowered, but yeah, I'm going to use it. <laughs> it kind of empowered me in a way because I was like, you know what? Um, I want to really express how I feel about the political realm. So definitely the relationship kicked it off. Thank God for that guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, th yeah. You know what? You know, thank you, random guy, whoever you are. Thank you for you know, <laughs> in, in, for this inspiration. So, now is this um? Is that for a reason? <laughs> now, so is this kind of? I guess it's going to be fashion from a conservative point of view. Now, I guess I want to ask, what in particular would be conservative fashion? I guess. Okay, so we are lifestyle. So the issues we cover are going to be beauty fashion, health, and, um, you know, a variety of other, like, little cultural issues, but politics is mainly what we focus on, um, a lot of op-eds, but conservative fashion, so actually, I'm going to talk a little bit about this, so there's this new concealed carry legging, I think it launched back in October, Amy Robbins started it, she's good friends with Antonia Okafor, which is our cover star for this issue, um, they've just come out with this Alexa legging, so a conservative woman they would wear the concealed carry lane. That would be the fashion that we're gearing towards. I mean, I don't think that there is a difference between conservative and liberal fashion. I think it's just the person who's writing whatever it be in the magazine. It's not quite as different as everybody makes it seem. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. We spoke with Amy a number of times on, on the show talking about Alexa and, um, oh, she's fantastic. Oh. Oh, so nice. Yes, yeah, so, you know, actually, we were at uh, a YWLS last year, and that's where we talked to Amy for the first time on the on the show. Oh, yeah, she's just, like, I love that to her. Like, that is a girl boss right there. Like, <laughs> the left talks a lot about being a girl boss, and I know 
like Fifth Harmony, they're like Michelle Obama. It's like no, Amy Robbins. Like she knows what a girl boss is. Oh my! You know what? That's true. <laughs> I, maybe I want to make sure I, I re- relay that information to her. Let her know. You might want to listen to this episode. <laughs> you might want to listen to this episode right here. Uh, now, well, before I get into the the one thing I want wanted to mention, I I did mit, I did mention about uh, Prager Force. Now, we spoke with the CEO of PragerU last year at um, YWLS, and I, so I know about Prager PragerU, and I'm pretty sure most people who are listening now know about PragerU. But Prager Force is something maybe people may be unfamiliar with. So, kind of give us a little details as far as um as far as what is Prager Force. So. All these conferences, they basically, for a turning point, they, I end up finding out all these cool things. So shout out to Charlie on that one. But I ended up stumbling across PragerU and um, my regional director for turning point, my old regional director, William Witt, who's also in our new issue for Man of the Moment, he was like, hey, uh, you should check out PragerForce. And I'm like, dude, what the heck is PragerForce? <laughs> you're like, well, you're familiar with their five-minute videos. I was like, yeah, I, I love them. They're better than lectures in school. What about it? He's like, well, Prager Force, you know, once you get in, uh, you're basically a student ambassador, and you share the videos. It's kind of like a digital army sort of idea uh, to promote, you know, that they're not as, there's not always just the left side to every single issue. There are think tanks, so it's just um, sharing these videos. You can write a bunch of different art, or um, there's, like, three different committees to report or something like that. I don't know. I do the writing one, um, and there are a few different articles in the magazine coming out about Prager, Prager U, Prager Force. Um, a lot of my friends do it. It's just a good way to immerse yourself in knowledge from, you know, the right and kind of the center because there's nothing really like it. So when you're a Prager Force member, uh, you just become their student ambassador and you're sharing videos, sharing clips, making sure that, you know, everything from them is shown. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about as far as, because I, I definitely like the videos for Prager U, and so mm-hmm. are, are you. Are you going to be like in some of the videos? God, I wish. I don't think I'm quite at that point yet. But um, if I ever ended up doing one, I would definitely want to do something on like the new wave of feminism, third wave, or maybe even talking about going to a fourth wave. Um, I know there's a lot of great people. I think I just did one with Allie Stuckey. I think that's the one we'll post on our story. But um. Not yet, but that's a goal for the future, for sure. <laughs> okay. Now, before we talk any more about expressions, which we will, but I do want to mention this one other thing that really got my attention. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at Politichicks.com, here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com, and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. In your bio, you have not only turn the point not only prager force not only expressions but also race car driver and when i saw that i'm like okay i definitely want to talk talk to you now because <laughs> what got you into drag racing um my dad is a big drag racer um i don't know i've hung out with a lot of the guys 
uh, my whole life. I mean, my mom's still my best friend. I'm a big family girl, but I always grew up going to the racetrack, and uh, they did junior drag racing, which is like the smaller dragsters, and I started when I was 12, which is actually a little bit late. I think you can start at like 7 now, and you go like 60 miles per hour, so I got used to it there. Um, I've grown up at Bandemere Speedway in Morrison, Colorado, and it just became a way of, became a way of life, and once you go fast, you don't want to go back. <laughs> I ended up moving to a bigger car, a bigger dragster, actually with a Cameron motor. It's fantastic. It's so fast. I can go like 160, sometimes 190. My dad's really letting me you know, spread my wings a little bit uh, speed-wise. Um, but, yeah, I the first time I went down the track at like 160, 190, I was like, holy crap, I cannot believe I just went that fast. And I'm a small girl. I'm 5'4". So having that 1G kick in on the starting line, it's like, oh, my gosh, that is probably the scariest and most thrilling feeling on the planet. Now, we did um, some very extensive research when we knew that we were going to talk to you t today and about drag racing, and which basically meant we just looked up on Wikipedia. And, <laughs> we, <laughs> and um, I guess one thing I want to ask, like, so what type of car are you driving? I mean, I, I don't know if people recognize when we, you know, when I mentioned drag racing, that's basically, basically just going straight. Like, it's not like NASCAR where you're taking turns. Oh, just, yeah. boy. <laughs> I love this. Um, so any drag racer will tell you that drag racing is not just going straight. There's so <laughs> much that goes into it. Um, so a lot of it is the lighting system. We call it a Christmas tree because it kind of looks like a tr Christmas tree. And mm -hmm. there is where – this is, like, really hard to explain. I'm, like, looking at my tree right now making sure. But um, there's two top bolts, and it's kind of like they're called pre-stage and stage. So you roll in once, and then the other car rolls in. And then you roll into the very, very beginning, and then the other car does. And then depending on what class you race – so normally I race super comp. Um, and the lights will either flicker on at once, and as soon as you see the light go, or the lights, there, there's three of them, they'll go one, two, three, and you leave. Depending on what your reaction time is, there can be a, uh, there's a, if your reaction time is um, consistent, which it should be, that's kind of another main thing, uh, you can adjust your car to leave at the same time every time. That's why the lighting system is so important. Um, there's also the dial-in system saying I'm going to go down the track in six seconds. So it's kind of a guessing game. You have to – there are some rounds before. They're like practice rounds to see what your car is running. And the car will run different depending on how hot it is, how cold it is, if there's wind, what kind of temperature. And we're in the Mile High City, 5280, so it's changing all the time. There's not a lot of air up there. Um, and so those two or three runs before our first round of elimination, we're trying to get that time and um, make sure that we're consistent. So then every time uh, we go the rounds, then when you put in your dial, which is that six-second or five, depending on how fast your car runs, um, you put in that dial, and you need to make sure it's correct, so then your reaction time is the same every time, and then you have a higher chance of winning. 
So it's not exactly just going in a straight line. And then at the end of the finish line, if the guy's in front of you, you got to let off. But how much do you let off? you got to scrub off some seconds from your time so you can either go slower or faster, depending on what you're dialing, which is that six seconds I was talking about. So I've done this my whole life, and it's really hard. I'm not going to lie. Dialing in your car, that is a skill. Like, if politicians learn that skill, we <laughs> might be friends, but I'm not – I'm really not going to hold my breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, I – I was just saying, as far as going to the straight line, I definitely want to make it seem like it was simple, <laughs> but just because I know some people probably, <laughs> probably think about, you know, when I, when you say racing, most people think about, you know, as far as just going around, you know, in, in a circle or something like that. Right. But yeah, I know it's not, I know it's not simple. I know, I mean, you're <laughs> I mean, you're sitting on I don't know un, untold amounts of horsepower, and it requires lightning fast reflex. I mean, I have never done it, but I can just tell just by watching it that it definitely requires a lot of skill <laughs> yeah a lot of skill and you have to watch it a lot practice makes perfect um and i think definitely growing up in a family that likes to go fast has helped um i wouldn't say it's just free whatsoever if i'm doing anything over the summer it's either different conferences writing for expressions or i'm on the racetrack i'm always busy okay um so have you competed yet or looking to compete soon you know what Actually, um, it should be here in a few weeks. I was, we have a divisional race. Um, the week of YWLS, I'm actually skipping that to go there. So I'm kind of bummed. Maybe we can work that out with Charlie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so I'm skipping that one. But a few weeks after YWLS, I should be doing my first race. My dad hurt his back, unfortunately. And uh, he couldn't help me in the very first race. And thank God he's a little bit better because, I need to get up and going, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, now, and talking about expressions, kind of going back to that, I just want to ask as far as, um, well, given that you're just starting with the magazine, um, I guess I, I wanted to know as far as where do you see expressions in, you know, in the future or what you're looking to accomplish with it? I want to, I think me and my team, I have an amazing team, just finding people on social media and through the different networks. I think our main goal is to kind of change the narrative, like become our own platform for the media, something different than Glamour or Cosmo, kind of in that range, but just allow people to know that it's okay to be conservative, like fashion, admire celebrities, not worship them. That's a super thing. <laughs> um, and we can read the same stuff and contribute to different magazines without being ostracized for, you know, being pro-life or Second Amendment. Um, that's one of our main goals, but I mean, there are some sort of like one year, five year. We want to expand this to just outside of the political realm. Because right now, we're getting a lot of um, people that want to write about politics, and that's fine. Like I, I love hearing about it, but also girls that are a little afraid, more afraid to come out of their shell, and if they want to write for us, like I'm more than willing to look at that and. I mean, even if liberal girls <laughs> want to write for us, the fact is, is I'm not going to ostracize people for having a different political opinion than me. Just be willing to back up your facts. Also, I think another goal for us is to get more immersed in fashion, kind of like what I was saying. You know, go to those New York Fashion Week, um, Milan Fashion Week. I would say that's probably 10 years down the road. But, I mean, it's a nice hope that 
you know, going onto these red carpets, seeing these people, you know, like the Met Gala we tweeted all day long, you know, they may not be wearing everything that we want to see, but it's kind of, this is what the designers are giving us, and it's going to be a lighter version when you see it in, like, somewhere like Forever 21. You're not going to get exactly what Dolce & Gabbana, but you're getting a lighter version. It's not so dramatic. So making it real to everybody else that you can't wear their fashion suits, and um, to our fashion designers and the media to take us seriously that we are a force to be reckoned with. And conservative voices, especially women, we are not going to let up. It's not happening any tension. If anything, we're getting stronger. Like, this is the real feminist revolution. Something you mentioned actually kind of spawned a question that I um, didn't think about to just now. Do you have anyone that is going to write about the fashion at the Met Gala and as far as what the opinions of some of the attire that was out there for that uh, event? <laughs> so um, we don't have anybody for the Met Gala. Basically, we're a quarterly magazine, so we come out every quarter. So we're kind of doing things as they go. Something like the Met Gala is not going to be as relevant, you know, come June, tomorrow, in the next few days. Mm -hmm. not quite as relevant. Um, so we're tweeting live on those sort of things. Hopefully in the future we become um, a monthly magazine uh, as far as funding goes. Always <laughs> And uh, then we will do those. We've thought about maybe doing something called like a Right Now article and publishing those, you know, within the first few hours of a gala or award ceremony, kind of like, you know, giving the opinion of the magazine or that writer specifically. So no, we don't, but um, hopefully in the future we will. Okay. Well, you know what? We here at Trend Chat, we, we hope everything goes well with the launch and that you have all the success for the magazine. I, you know what? Hopefully somewhat in the future, maybe, who knows, that you will have, an, you know, expressions on your, you know, on your drag, dragger. What, it's, what, what dragster? What is that? <laughs> My dragster? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that you you are competing as far as, you know, in drag racing and you have expressions on your car. You know, something like that. So. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> That's so, so cool. How can people get in touch with you on social media and expressions and website and all that? Yeah, they can get a hold of me. I mean, honestly, I like working with expressions the most because I'm like, okay, this is kind of with expressions. So uh, for Instagram, we're expressions underscore looking through mad. Um, for Twitter, we're at express underscore conserve and then Facebook you should just be able to type us in expressions magazine. Also for me, um my social media laser underscore racer underscore five zero nine five and that was my old car number. That was track us on track. But uh I mean either way if you if anybody wants to pass me, I'm totally down. Like I'm a huge talker as you can tell. So <laughs> All right. Well I appreciate so much for your time. Thank you so much Brian. You have a good one. Hey everyone, this is Amy Robbins with Alexa Athletica, and you're listening to Trend Chat. Yep, and thanks to Lacey for joining us. Now, if y'all heard the very end of that, and you heard how I didn't know that it was a dragster car, and you know, I could have easily just edited that out to make it, make it sound like I knew what I was talking about, but I didn't. Because I didn't want a lot of y'all. I want to be real with the people. Real with y'all. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not insecure about my ignorance of drag racing. And you heard it. 
you heard it in in my questions and how I made it seem like, you know, it made it sound simple. But I knew that it's not, you know, that it's not. And so, yeah, I, you know, it was a learning experience. I learned something from Lacey about drag racing. After, you know, I've watched on what it when it was on like, you know, ESPN, you know, I and I didn't know what I was watching. But from that interview right there, I learned like a whole lot more. And I will be interested in seeing, especially want to see her race, you know, <laughs> one day, some someday on um wherever. And like I said, you know, this, it'll be kind of, you know, it'll be, be real cool to see like expressions on the side <laughs> of her dragster. Now, see, I know what it is now. So, so again, if you know if you're listening right now just want to say if you know if you're tired of these liberal lifestyle magazines you know check out expressions um check out the website and everything and and support them and so you you will have a conservative lifestyle magazine out there for you so and like if you're listening right now and the young women's leadership summit is going on still and if you're hearing this i i'm i'm sure they have a booth there they i mean they're launching at the summit so i don't know the the number of the booth or where in particular but i know they're there so go by there and you know check them out i know they have the hashtag express at a ywls and they're doing a like giveaways and other stuff um during the summit so you know check them out and you know try to support them any way you can so well given that we're this is you know the last last episode of this week and when we come by the time we come back father's day would have passed so i just want to say you know happy father's day to to everyone out there and and if you're Whatever you're, you're planning on doing on that Sunday, you know, just um, if you, you know, if, if you have your father in your life, you know, be thankful for that. I mean, and just, you know, let, you know, let them know and be a good time to just, you know, spend some time and actually, you know, appreciate having, you know, a father in your life. So, so with that. I just want to say again, I almost feel like I'm going to say this every episode now, but um, just thank you for listening. Thanks for, you know, just uh, taking the time to listen to Trend Chat. And if you do like Trend Chat, I just want to say like, share and subscribe. Like this episode, like the show, share it, subscribe, whether on iTunes, Google Play, iHeart. Hopefully we get on Spotify soon. I keep saying that. <laughs> Hopefully we do get on Spotify. You know, trying to grow, and just you're seeing where this goes. So again, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now Snapchat at TrendChat twenty four seven. And again, we're on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and other um podcast 
apps and other places. I don't know where actually I don't, <laughs> I do not know all the places trench chat is, is available, <laughs> which is a good thing, but I just don't know. Cause I, like I mentioned before, I saw it on some places where I didn't even, I didn't know. <laughs> I know I didn't, um, ask to put trend chat on, but it was there. So, yeah. So I guess just anywhere where you get podcasts, hopefully it will be there. Just type in trend chat or maybe trend chat with Brian Bledsoe, maybe. So, so I appreciate everyone listening again, as I mentioned this photo like the second time, <laughs> but, um, I, I actually do not know given how many episodes we're going to do next week. I mean, it may be two. Like I said, we're here in San Antonio for the Republican Party of Texas convention. So we may have some sort of recap of everything that went down here. And I mean, if not, then we'll probably have, I know we have someone um, scheduled. So at least one, you know, we're going to get, you know, we're going to get one in, <laughs> you know, there's always going to be something going on too. So, so with that, until well just until next week i'm gonna say till <laughs> until like um <laughs> tuesday or something but yeah until next next time how about that till next time we'll chat with you later Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Zero seven zero zero. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health.
Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700.